Hi there, and welcome to the ATS Podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Soulsby, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Uh, today we are on episode 59. Uh, we are starting to kind of branch out into some more advanced topics and topic prompts, uh, just to see if we can get a little more uh, nuanced kind of conversation going and see how we can cook it down into shortened episodes, and also just so we're not repeating a bunch of the same stuff that we have mentioned several times throughout the podcast history. We will probably go back and revisit old topics, but just for now, we're going to see if we can kind of venture out into a bit deeper waters and see how we break it down. So today's topic is the future of sports medicines, uh, breakthroughs and innovations. Yeah. Um, I suppose we're not exactly at the spearhead of sports medicine. That was about so, to say, that's very correct. We are um, not uh, <laughs> on sports medicine. However, I think one thing we can definitely speak to is like return to training injuries like return to like i think something that is i guess very i i always call stuff that essentially people don't want to fucking hear uh, prickly uh, just because it's a Mm -hmm. nice way it's a nice way of saying like they're not gonna like it um the a lot of stuff to do with physiotherapy and return to training is proving or leading very much into the direction of grady like i imagine the physios have been like this information is five or ten years old like we've known this for ages but it's finally starting to kind of uh seep into and permeate kind of popular fitness culture which is just gradated training responses or graduated training responses where you just do like unsurprisingly some amount of physio based exercise it's only ex- it's just weird exercise then then you just slowly return to training and like return to load bearing weight bearing and then return to plyometrics and high force of de- like high rate of force development exercises and stuff mm-hmm. but there's no weird wacky like acupuncture it's not your glutes being inactive you don't need some yeah. sort of weird reiki drum healing or anything it's just you you train like you train the thing as much as it can tolerate and slightly and push slightly beyond within a discomfort threshold wait for it to heal up and then do it again repeat till fixed yeah with some big caveats to like very specific exercises that are going to challenge the thing that needs specifically challenged in a very deliberate way that's the actual nuance of physio but yeah i think that's like where we've seen in um professional sports like the recovery times have like dropped dramatically for almost every injury I think oh yeah achilles is the only one that is currently still like yeah that's like real a fully hard. ruptured achilles is just like i don't know 50 50 if you play again i don't know yeah it's like everything else is like yeah you'll be you'll be back pretty soon yeah i saw um, nick uh they were, they were talking about how big nick chubb from the nfl he's a running back in the national football league in america had a mm-hmm had only ruptured his MCL, whereas, based on original assessments, they thought it could be several ligaments, not just the one. And they're like, oh, just one? Like, eh. Like, he might be good to... He might actually play again next season. You're like, that's wild. Whereas, uh, I feel like 10 years ago, rupturing your MCL, they were like, yep, don't know. You're gone. you done, bud. Back of the the farm. And, and like, a a rugby one, like, Sia Khaleesi, the captain for South Africa, had, like, a I think it was either partially or fully ruptured uh, ACL four months ago, five months ago, and is back full playing in the World Cup. 
<laughs> wild. Yeah, that turnaround is quick. Um, I remember when they thought uh, big, uh, Adrian Pearson's like one year turnaround, like one season turnaround for an MCL tear or whatever was was enormous. Yeah. And it is pretty. Uh, the, like the I feel like the potential for stuff is always quite rowdy. Like the. Yeah. I imagine the graft technology and various things that people will be doing is going to be pretty cool. I think innovation-wise, I guess, like, <clears throat> the proliferation of, like, stem cell therapy and stuff. Yeah. That seems to be doing work for a lot of people, whether where they can get it. Obviously, there's, like, a small bit of... I think, I'm pretty sure it's not... Um, They do... They, they've essentially just manufactured it, as in they can just grow their own. Like, they just take a sample from you and can somehow synthesize stem cells out of it. That's wild. Yeah. Which then could lead to just, like, it's essentially just getting spare parts injected into your, into various parts of you that can just grow. Like, oh shit, like, your cartilage, if you ever get your cartilage in a joint, like, removed, because it's essentially become, like, a loose jumper thread and is just hanging all over the place and causing irritation and stuff, and they have to clip a bunch of it out realist or it is within possibility that you can just get a bunch of stem cells injected and grow a bunch of cartilage which is mental i think um yeah that un maybe more in american sports than uk um the stem cell they, stuff no sorry just for general injury <laughs> like recovery mm -hmm. uh, we're just looking there because i know american sports in general were terrible for being like you had to be it's like first in last out or shit Oh, in terms um, of workload, yeah. They've got, like, a bunch yeah. of unions and stuff now as well. Um, but, um, like, making college athletes, like, essentially be in the gym at five in the morning and being still at practice for late. So they got, like, five hours sleep at night. And they're starting to come around to be like, maybe that's the best. Yeah, maybe we should let them recover. Yeah. Which, uh... Yeah, definitely seems to be the way forward. I I think the uh, yeah the recovery times and stuff. Once all the technology kind of compounds and trickles down a bit more, like the the recovery for a lot of stuff will be very much minimized. I think I think there, but I think it's also kind of emerging that there's a decent chance, depending on what your injury actually is, especially if it's MSK, that the likelihood that you actually need any kind of surgical intervention is much reduced. Like that, what you can get done with rehab nowadays yeah. is quite wild, which in itself is a bit funny because it's it's not like anything. There's no new emergent technology. I think it's more just process and like yeah, information of what we need to do. Yeah. So if you're on the fence of like, oh, maybe I need to get myself sliced open and get something fixed up, you might not. Like, I mean, you're gonna have to do rehab anyway because that's what you have to do post surgery for a lot of stuff. So you might as well try it out and see how you go. But finding yeah. reasonable physios that will take that line is few and far between from what I've talked to people of. Like, there's, there's all the old glute activation crew still kicking about, so. Mm -hmm. But yeah, future of sports medicine. Exciting. See how we go with the trickle down from elite sports medicine into what's available for everyday people. And we will catch you guys in the next one.